That's so baseball. All right, the All-Star break is over, and it's time to settle into the second half of the season. Today, Kevin is back on the show to talk about the All-Star game, preview some upcoming series, and yes, the guys do talk a bit about the new Derek Jeter documentary, The Captain. Let's go, Yankees! That's so baseball. Kevin? Yes? What's up, buddy? Hey. Hey, happy second half of the baseball season. Haven't got there yet. Mm. Starts tomorrow. Okay. Well, happy advance. Whatever. Yeah, and technically, it's they've already passed the halfway point. That's true. Post All Star game, they're about ten games past uh, halfway. So, are you having fun? Yeah, I mean, I have to say that All Star game was great yesterday. Yeah, that was a great one. And I think people have finally figured out what we're trying to enjoy with the All Star game. Correct. And they're focusing on the fun. Yes, we want to, um, you know, light fires near baseball players. Bad idea. <laughs> exactly. It, it, you know, the, all the great ideas came from the players. I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean, they they just they decided a lot of things. They didn't they didn't just you know. I mean, obviously they. I mean, the players made it fun. Um, yeah, because anytime you try to force, I mean, and, and I was I was thinking about this last night after the game, and I was thinking about the other sports, and when they try to do stuff like this, it just it just doesn't come off as um, as natural, um, and you can just see because baseball. You know, maybe it's because these players, I think, as you mentioned in a text to me, they spend a lot of downtime, so they kind of yeah have a lot of fun. They're, they you know, sure do. It's how I mean, they get through it. Like you were comparing it to a rock band, uh, baseball teams spend a lot of time together. There's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of just sitting around in the dugout. There's always one weird guy. There's one guy who uh, just you know, like spits on the floor of the dugout and like watches it, watches his own spit. I mean, you know what I mean? There's guys guys doing cup pyramids. There's, there's guys doing gross stuff. You know, there's, it's like, there's really silly guys. Like um, there's like really sweet, like encouraging friends. Like, yeah, you know, baseball players are weird and uh, that's a good thing. Exactly. Thank God. Because, that that's the thing is I mean come on, how tall is Kirk the catcher for the for these officially five seven, but I mean easy and no but what I'm saying is like it, it's a sport that all kinds of people can play. It's not you don't have to have certain dimensions or run the forty yard dash or whatever in X amount of time or you this know or that. why it's, does that have to be the first thing people bring up with Kirk. I mean, you know what I mean? Give the guy a break. No, I'm just saying that I think it's I think it's a great that that players that the game can accept all kinds of players and all kinds of positions, you know. Um it it doesn't there's no there's no limits and um and I think that's that's a, well, that's a great thing about baseball. I think what you're trying to say is that there's no um 
specific advantage it within the rules of baseball like there would be for football or basketball where no, I, physicality no, I, is almost a prerequisite for being out there but that's that all comes from a certain you know approach for all these things you got to do this you have to have this you gotta, i mean there was a guy who who pitched in our time lifetime he had one hand that's amazing jim, jim abbott and yeah I believe, and i think he threw a no hitter if i recall he but did it, it it but the point is i'm not focusing on i'm just saying that it's about ability and yeah there's so few sports that put that focus on they they all have all these other parameters and um, you know, I don't know enough about hockey to, to say, but I guess you have to be able to skate um, in theory. Uh, so anyway, I, I just think it's great. And I think I think the All-Star game, uh, especially yesterday, because we got to hear the actual players voices and not someone interpreting who they are. We got to yeah, hear no, who they awesome. are. And that just I mean, Trevino, uh, the catcher for the. Yankees Trevino was the star for me. I yeah. Mean, I mean, the fact he, that he kept on the microphone during his at bat running yeah. the bases. I mean, I, what but, a legend. But beyond that, which is just the show aspect, the way that he truly congratulated each player who came up to hit yeah. or when he got the first base on making the all-star game, because he himself appreciated all the things that it, it, it means and and what it takes to actually get there so i just thought that that was you know that that humanized the whole thing to bring it down to a level like these guys have been playing baseball their whole life pretty much and this is like you know what this is like the top of the crown doesn't matter if they strike out or whatever it's just that they're there you know and that and that's the cool thing about it um uh, I, i don't i don't feel like that at other all star games you know yeah, well, each All Star Game has its own role to play, I suppose. Um, you know, the with the NBA All Star Game, the fans want to see, um, you know, high flying magical uh, plays. You know what I mean? Like they want to see spectacular plays that the players aren't going to attempt in um, in real games, and that's cool because these guys are so. Incredi- incredibly talented that you know we want to see double triple alley-oops and all this shit um but with baseball what we more want to see like you were saying is the players personalities the players having fun um i thought it was great that so many of these first time all-stars were were mic'd up because um you know it's one thing to have judge and stanton mic'd up we these guys have been there before um and but to see the kind of uh excitement and enthusiasm and just uh kind of wide-eyed joy that someone like a Trevino or uh Nestor Cortez or Julio Rodriguez were bringing um while they were mic'd up was great and obviously you know um you don't want to take away too much from their experience by telling them you're going to be mic'd up the whole time yeah i mean i mean sounds like you know Nestor Cortez was mic'd up for his entire inning he didn't do anything before or after. I mean, he probably came, I think he came away and was like, the whole thing was a freaking blur. Um, yeah. You know, he, he might want to next time if he's ever invited back, he might want to just be like, you know, let me, uh, 
let me just pitch and and uh, take this in um, because um, I was actually like so stressed of having to like talk to talk to the the broadcasters and talk to my catcher and try and get out some of the best hitters in baseball. I mean, well, Jesus. Well, I think it, it, in that case, though, I actually thought that if the broadcasters left them alone. Um, if he, it, 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 I thought it was really special the conversation between him and Trevino and their shorthand, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, and you know, they were like, "Oh, I'm going to throw the fastball." And he was like, "Peter inside," you know, and and yeah, and it was great because that stuff was like, "Man, this is inside baseball," and this is stuff that they don't even get to do during the regular season, you know, they yeah, have to pitch calm and all that stuff. But this was like. So it was kind of a special thing. And I, I thought that um, I agree. I was thinking the same thing. Like it's a little bit, you know, too much. Maybe. Distracting. Yeah. I mean, the biggest distraction that I texted you about was, was when the, they're like, Whoa, none of the guys we talked to got a ball hit to them. And then the ball gets hit to, uh, to Erod in uh, J Rod, J Rod, sorry, in center field. And Joe is like, Hey, ball coming at you, you know, and I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> you think the, that's going to bother this guy? I mean, I, come on. I don't think it's going to bother that guy. But, but if you notice it and all the times I've seen them do this, everyone gets, no one says anything yeah. when they're in a play, you know, that's not the time to start shouting. Hey, come I right think at they you. did do that to Kike Rodriguez or uh, Kike Hernandez um, in a game recently. They're like, oh, okay. They're like, what are you going to do if it's hit to you? He's like, oh, I'm going, I'm throwing here. I'm throwing home, blah, blah, blah. Like, remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. But was that during the play? Like, not. I think so. I don't I think remember. so. I think everyone gets He was quiet. talking. He yeah, was talking. And that's fine if he wants to talk. Like, here I go. I got it. I'm going. You know, that's fine. Because that's him, you know. But for, if think about it, the, the announcer is in a booth. On the booth. other booth, booth, on the other side of the field, right? He's a, he's a, out of the play. He's watching the play come towards the guy, and he's booth. he has no concept of what that that outfielder is is seeing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, uh, well, all in all, I think um, you know they're moving in the right direction in terms of marketing the sport and the the current the current generation of players is just so fun. Yeah. Um, almost every team Astros um, has <laughs> fun, exciting players uh, on it. And um, so many storylines, so, so many good vibes, you know, uh, pool holes get in the love from the younger generation. Like it yeah. was just, it was a great day. Everybody, almost everybody got into the game yesterday. Um, I think the only two players who didn't get in the game were Edwin Diaz, the closer for the Mets, and uh, Tyler Anderson, uh, the Mr. Chevy, uh, who <laughs> pitches for the Dodgers. So, um, and if you notice, the Dodgers, I think Dave Roberts must have said something to Snicker mm. because, like, no, very few Dodgers were in there for very long. Um, yeah, Mookie was out quick. Freddie, I think, essentially pinch hit. Um, like, I don't think he. He was in there very long, right? Like I don't, yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, I. But um, you're right. I. And you, you know, a lot of the Dodger stalwarts didn't make the all. You know, Turner, Muncie, 
Chris Taylor, Will Smith. That's a snub right there. Mm -hmm. I think Um, Trey Turner played a little bit longer. Trey Turner played a little bit longer. He came in um, to, well, wait, didn't Dansby play quite a bit as well? Turner was the starter, right? Turner started, but I think he got two at-bats. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even Judge got three at-bats, I believe. It's it's probably the most. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think all in all, that's all fair. I don't, Rodon didn't play but was he actually officially gonna play i don't know no no he didn't because he was like potentially hurt although it sounds like he'll make the make his start this week against the dodgers but that's for um our next topic but anyway as i was trying to say they did a great job circling everybody in there and i think the fact that they knew they're not going to do extra innings in the world series anymore enabled the all-star or yeah sorry uh all-star game Enabled the managers to be, um, you know, more judicious with the, and I don't True. think that's the right word, but they enabled them to kind of plan out what they were going to do so that it pretty much everybody gets in there. And with pitchers, you know, the managers are probably like, hey, you know, it's it's fine with us if uh, Diaz doesn't get in there. He he pitched on the Saturday and the Sunday. So if you he, he wants to be there, but if you really can avoid using him, great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if the National League had been, going for the win i bet you that diaz would have closed it out for the national league um and i think with uh with anderson you know just maybe uh he's a prick so they didn't want him to pitch <laughs> just kidding he, he might who, try to do something who did he push who did uh that he when he, a cub was I it forget. ian was it ian Happ that he pushed oh maybe uh, maybe i, well, know, here, I think you're right yeah it could be yeah I think he shoved right. somebody who he was shoved like someone at home play in a rundown um, right like yeah so. And, and then he, he spiked the ball during the no hitter bid so he would get an error versus a hit. Well, I mean, that's a cop out move, but at least it's not violent. It's violent to the history of the game. <laughs> um, ah. But let's 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 finish up this all star game. because okay, I, I think I game. think it, it it had so many great things going on it. It was very the actual play. The interesting play was all front loaded, right? We got the Goldschmidt home run. Love it. Uh, uh, we got. Uh, I think Mookie Betts scored. Did he not? Did he score? Someone scored. Oh no, Acuna scored. Uh, we never Mookie did, Betts got the RBI. Right. We never did see, and this is the thing that drove me crazy was we never did see Acuna's double when supposedly, according yeah. to the broadcasters. It hit one of their sound guys. Yeah, because there was there was a ball person down the line, but right behind the ball person, there was the 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 ubiquitous guy with the big sound disc, um, who yeah. could not get out of the way of anything. I saw him later during the game. He was just yeah. like flubbing around with this big disc. Um, well, obviously, he wasn't hurt too badly. If they never showed it, maybe they were just. Taking... Oh no, it wasn't hurt, but he just blocked. He blocked the play. Like there's, there's that one stadium I forget where it is where they put the foul guy in a really weird spot where if they tucked him around, he'd be he didn't have wouldn't have to move. I think it's in Houston. Um, there, there's just some weird stuff that goes on down those mm. lines. Just people grabbing their 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 chairs and jumping over right. walls and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we never saw that, and we never saw the Stanton ball, home run the, the stand home run we caught the tail end and we could kind of see where the crowd but i don't know where the 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 other guy's home run went 
like down the line. Well, um, somebody uh, somebody just had a bad day at the office with the uh, camera work or something. Maybe they, <sighs> they were. They you were... feel like if they would have caught it, that they would have replayed it, but they never replayed it. So they must have just missed yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's the part I couldn't understand. Like they didn't even show a replay of that angle, even though that was the, if they, if they held on that angle, uh, but they cut away to him rounding first base and he never saw the ball go into the stands. Like I kind of thought, so, cause I think he hit that ball super far behind the, the, the bullpen down the line there on the on left field. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't know how f- I wanted to see how far, you know, we'll never um, know. We'll, ne- we'll never we, know. And, we'll and, never and, know. And did you hear about the other controversy from the home run derby contest? You mean when they almost lit Acuna on fire? No. Um, that was bad enough at the start. No, Schwarber, so, supposedly Schwarber, there was an extra, uh, he hit an extra home run that they didn't count. Oh. There was no. some tally thing, of course. Because he lost in the first round to uh, Albert to, Pujols. Exactly, which everyone wanted You think to. that the fix was in and they're like, uh, we'd uh, rather Albert make it. I don't think Albert. Albert wasn't planning on making it. No, all I know is that the the guy who was counting, he also works for the NBA, so maybe. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> NBA is notorious for for fixing things with. Oh, today's will be we'll call a lot of fouls. Next game we won't call a lot of. Fouls. Yeah, yeah. Well, but um, but no, I don't. Who cares? I mean, that was that played out okay. Also, I mean, it wasn't. Um, uh, you know, it, it that stuff is is what it is. It's an exhibition of. It's an exhibition. Yeah, and nobody should be f- too fixated on. Oh, the National League lost again. Like they're no. substituting yeah. out the players. If you told the two managers, um, yeah. Snicker and Dusty, yeah, hey, manage to win this game. Um, you know, use your best guys. Yeah. Um, you get to choose who to start. Use your best guys. Use your pitching, uh, as you wish. Um. If you if you actually manage the game with the best players playing for most of the game and then the subs coming in, um, you you might have a clearer picture. You know, the National League would probably win more often. It's not uh, it's not uh, Brian Snicker's fault that Tony Gonsolin gave up two home runs and then the American league just had lights out bullpen arms for the entire rest of the game. I mean, all those guys who they brought in are freaking unhittable. I mean, Nestor Cortez is actually probably the most hittable of any of those people they brought in in the later innings. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And Jake Cronenworth is not going to get a hit off of Emmanuel Classe on his first time facing him in his life. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. So, no, I, I agree. And I think, I think, you know, although I think Dusty wanted to win. Um, and his he, prime responsibility is to get everybody in the game. That's true. But he's very competitive too. Um, now, of course, you know, I can't say I'm not happy that the Dodger gave up the two home runs <laughs> and, and that maybe that will, you know, be a foretelling for his, Second half of the season. Oh come on! We know these things don't matter. And what? What? Wait. One well, more revelation. Well, Atley Hammaker, nineteen eighty-three, when he gave up the grand slam to Fred Lynn on on Little Rest, and he was never the same after that. Okay. Well, that's the one. If that's the one example you point to, that's the exception that proves the rule. Uh, but my point is, <laughs> la- my last comment about mic'd up the players. Yeah. The players mic'd up. Garrett Cole, who always seems stiff as a board and super poopy pants. Was hilarious, cool, fun. Who is this guy? 
I've never seen Garrett Cole be relaxed or funny yeah. in my life. Yeah. Um, they should they should hang out with Garrett Cole more often, like on days he isn't pitching, because he's he seems like an awesome guy. Yeah, he, exactly. He seemed, you know, I, maybe Jeff Donaldson got that out of him because uh, mm. Jeff Jeff Donaldson's always like Josh Donaldson. Up. Excuse me, Josh Donaldson. I think Jeff was a quarterback um josh donaldson got the you know because he he's always uh giving him the business in the dugout yeah i mean that was one of the storylines when they first brought donaldson over it was like oh boy yeah. so you can have a beef with garrett cole after last year and the sticky stuff and clearly they're like bffs now so no harm no foul um, yeah it's 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 ironic you know because brandon crawford is uh cole's brother-in-law and they're they're both kind of they don't show a lot of emotion <laughs> but um but yeah i i agree that was really good that was some great inside stuff and 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 the fact that it all led to showing how great um otani is in terms of uh protein is no that was that was you know uh it was the japanese thing i mean trevino was amazing um no just in terms of that they were they were talking about how when they had you know the games they had to hit they would get winded and they would do all this stuff. And then, you know, oh, Ota- yeah. Otani's like pitching and then he's hitting and then the next day. And they were like, they were, they, they were just amazing at the physical aspect of him. And I think, yeah, I think that's the thing that is, is great about him. And, and he had that great saying at the start of the game, he's like first pitch, first swing and, and, or something to the, I'm paraphrasing, but um, it, you know, it was great. And he swings the first pitch and gets a base hit, and then Kershaw picks him up. Um, I know that was almost cruel because, as somebody pointed out, he wasn't going anywhere. Um, he hadn't put on his like sliding gloves or anything. No, um, he was just taking a little bit of a secondary lead, and Kershaw does his patented, you know, lefty pickup move, which yeah, had him nasty. dead to right. Yeah, it is nasty. nasty. Um, but that's good. I mean, that's part of the All Star game, right? It, everyone mean, was laughing. It's all good. No worries. Yeah, um, it wasn't. It wasn't like he was trying to sneak up on him. Trevino was. Sh- Trevino what? was playing off that too. He's like, you better not try and throw one over here. Like, like I'm not going anywhere. He said, I'm going to back pick him or something like that. Yeah, and then, um, uh, but just, just all the, um, yeah, all that stuff. I mean, it, it's really great to see the players just. They all get along. They 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 appreciate everything. They appreciate the fans. Yeah. One uh, thing I liked seeing was all the like reunions. Like you know, we know Trey Turner and Juan Soto are BFFs from their right. time. Um, you saw Justin Verlander um, with Garrett Cole from their time as you know uh, the one and two starters in Houston. They were they were big pals, and they um, you know, Cole even credited Verlander with helping him sort out something with one of his uh, grips or deliveries or mm-hmm. something on his four-seamer or something. So yeah, um, I like seeing those relationships of former teammates that yes. um, you get to see them reconnect, which is awesome. And even what's his name in the home run hitting contest at Schwarber? He doesn't have any other Phillies there, I don't think. So the, the two Red Sox guys were helping him out because he played with them last year. So they were. Oh, interesting. That, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like. It's it's exactly it's those those relationships that a lot of fans don't see, um, you know, uh, unless it's Tommy Pham and, and Jock Peterson. Um, you, don't get, <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to see those. No slaps at the All-Star game that we no, are aware of. Not that we're aware of. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Trout was all, there. Jock was there. Tommy Fan was not there. Yeah, all in all, um, it was just it was just great. Um, uh, I, I just think it, and and not in a hokey kind of way. Like the game itself is played real. You know what I mean? Like it's not the game is the rules respected. Are different. Yeah, the game is respected. Um, it's not well, like the NBA. The only two differences are the guys are mostly up there swinging. And nobody's really, you know, pitching inside too, too much. Like, you know, yeah, they're, they're, bringing, but they're, they're, they're on the bringing inside there. of the plate, but they're not like brushed back pitches or any. They're not, definitely not trying to hurt anybody up there. Yeah, or, but there's or a challenge. There's a challenge. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Like they're, they're really putting their skills against the other person. Well, yeah, skills, we saw right? that with Manoa, man. He was. Yeah. Up. Like he he really like wanted to get these guys out and he was thinking through it. What's he looking for? Yep. Kirk's calling for this. I want that. Like, you know, it was an exciting half inning. I thought that Manoa half inning was yeah, really and cool. He, and he had the best line of the whole thing. Which was? Which was when he said, when she says, what do you, what do you want me to throw to Smoltz? And Smoltz said, throw, um, I forget what it was, like a, something inside. And and he goes, that's, he said, you're sexy or something. He <laughs> said something like, you know, it's just like. <laughs> I, which, I didn't notice that. Yeah, which is like the furthest thing if anyone would ever say. Yeah, that. and I guess I guess I feel somewhat obliged. I'm I'm one of his biggest critics as yeah. a broadcaster. Yeah. Smoltz uh, was totally fine. He was having fun. He was not running down the Yankees. He wasn't, you know, criticizing the sport, telling people that the sport is broken and no one should watch. Like. Um, he actually was getting into it and being uh, generally playing along and being being a decent dude. So well, I'll give him my I'll give him his due at least for yesterday, and hopefully it bodes well for the World Series, which of course he's going to be working with uh, Joe Davis. Yeah, no, I I think I think actually I do I think the 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 one of the other good byproducts of Joe Buck not being there anymore is that. I think Joe Davis leans a little bit more on Smoltz experience as a baseball player. Mm -hmm. And, and so draws a bit of that out of him because that's what we want to hear. We want to hear like a color man doing, talking about when he was in games or his scenarios or this thing. We don't want to hear other things. We don't want to hear restaurants or that kind of, (laughs) we want to, we want to hear like real thing and that, and having him conversing with another player, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He's talking to current day stars. That was good. And I think that that that's also a bit of a highlight for uh, for why, you know, it was a good experience. Um, so I, I think that's uh, I think overall, I think we're good shape. But let's not go too fast to the World Series. We've got that. They've got the game in Iowa again. It's in the cornfield. So, yeah, um, it's Cubs. Reds, Cubs Reds, which yeah. why isn't it Cubs Cardinals? But that's for another day. But yeah, um, that's fine. At least they're anyway. division rivals. Um, yeah, and then- we'll see how that goes, and and who knows? I, I, they're two of the older teams. That's part of the thing, I guess. But Cardinals, yeah, of course. Too, no, but- it's a great, it's a great matchup. Um, obviously, we would have liked to see Cubs Cardinals, yeah. um, but-, but we would have liked to see Yankees Red Sox. And- would have liked to see all the great rivalries play out there. Maybe the Dodgers and Giants will play out someday. There yeah, I, I um, think it's just I think it's a relationship to close to home to you know. Now, if you were a team, if you were a team that was not, because we know that the Field of Dreams game is based on a movie which talks about um, the the Black Sox of mm-hmm, nineteen nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So if 
if your team was not in existence yeah. in 1919, yeah. then that team cannot play in the Field of Dreams game. Sounds okay? good to me. So, <laughs> um, sorry, Padres, but you're out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nationals, yeah. you're out. Yeah. Texas Rangers, you're out. Mariners, out. Athletics, in. In, yeah, Philadelphia. Um, and... I mean, this is, we could do this all day. Mets, sorry, you're not in. Florida, Miami Marlins, you're out. The Rays are out. What about yeah. Baltimore? Are they Baltimore's in? in. They're St. Louis Browns. Baltimore Orioles used to be the St. Louis Browns. That's right. Um, so what would happen if uh, all the teams moved back to their original location? I mean, we know uh, Washington Senators would be there. Yeah. And that's the and uh, Boston would have two teams, but that's the Twins. Oh right, so they're an expansion team. So no, the 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 Senators moved to Minnesota, and then they started a new Senators, which eventually moved to Texas, became the Rangers. Uh, can't believe the Senators. Confused. Yeah, this is confusing. All right, so anyway, my main well, point is the Astros are not welcome. The Astros are more than welcome. They they not at of, the cornfield. Now, Altuve was conveniently heard again for an all-star game at Dodger Stadium. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and Correa was nowhere to be found. I guess he's not having a very good year. Um, Springer. Springer. Yeah, I don't. Does anyone really hate Springer? I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's, he's a, not he's, as hateable as the others. Now, which, now he was guy, on that 2017 team, so he should be hated. Was the other now? What's his name? Uh, who, the guy, the big, the big bopper from the Astros these days. Um, Jordan. Jordan. He was on that team. No. Wasn't he on the World Series uh, team? No, no, oh. he was not. Oh, okay. The other remaining guys are um, Guriel and uh, the catcher Maldonado. Hey, can we pause for one second? Yeah. Okay, I have to answer this. Hello? Yeah. Oh, hey, Mark. Oh, great. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Okay. All right. Bye, Mark. Was that live? That was our first phone-in caller. We had a call in from someone named Mark. Mark at the... What was your question, Mark? Mark was telling me that the car is done and ready for being to be picked up. Okay. So it wasn't a question. Do you need to go? No, they're open 24-7. Nice. All right, beautiful. Just had to answer because they're not calling you 24-7. Right. Okay, good. Um, Yeah, it's all good. So Where were uh, we before we were so rudely interrupted by Mark? Sorry, we were talking about um, something. (laughs) Oh, should – oh, the 2017 Astros. Let's just drop – yeah, Drop the Astros. The Astros That's bad for not, baseball. Yeah, and, and and actually, and you know, to be honest with you, they're having a really good year. Um, now we're going to get into that because they do play a certain team tomorrow twice. A certain team from a, a certain town. From a certain town with some pinstripes and a red, <laughs> white, and blue. Um, All right. Yes, we so, have a double header tomorrow against the cheating Astros. And uh, uh, let's get let's just make the ask. The Astros are now Dusty's team because I think Dusty is running the show now. You know what I mean? He, he's taking over for the garbage can. But yeah. um, uh, but let's just let's talk about that. The two games they're playing are those are part of the makeup games, right? Like that's 
they wouldn't have been playing those games. Yeah, because they were supposed to play Houston in the first week of the year for three games. So these two games are makeup from uh, the the season being delayed. The fact that they're playing five game series instead of a three game series. Well, they're not playing a five game. Aren't they going somewhere else after? Yeah, they're going really? to Baltimore on Friday. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's okay. a double header in Houston. And then they leave. And then they leave. Yeah. It's, what it's a intense. fucking shit show. Yeah, it's intense. And it gets even better because it's coming off the All-Star break, right? Yeah. Well, so, thank like, God Cole didn't pitch in the All-Star game. Yeah, that's right. So they can Is he going to pitch tomorrow? No. Uh, he'll pitch. He can't because he, he pitched on Sunday. He'd be on short rest. So he has to pitch Friday. They don't have anyone named yet. It's TBD. No. Yeah. So, but do you see what I'm saying? That's a pretty intense look. Comeback to the season. I mean, bam, right? You're back in it because you're playing. You're yeah. playing the one team. You, you, you know, Yankees have had a little bit of a tough road the last 10 games. Five and five. That's great for the Giants. Not great for the Yankees. Um, and... So they got, they're coming back. They're playing the one team that everyone says, oh, yeah, well, the only team we think can beat the Yankees in the playoffs is the Astros. Because yeah. the Astros played them pretty tough already this season. First game starts at 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, 10 a.m., baby. 10 a.m. Western for you Cali folks. Yeah. And, and any and, Oregon listeners we have and anybody in Washington State. Yeah. 10 a.m. baseball tomorrow. Hawaii, and a, I think you're up at 7. Hawaii. Set your alarms if it's not blacked out. I think every every team is blacked out in Hawaii um, no. because of terrible rules. But anyway, really, um, yeah, there's I, there's like four teams blacked out in Hawaii. Don't quote me. But anyway, I won't. Let's go Yankees. Never have. Um, it's an exciting time for baseball. We've got six games on the slate tomorrow, including Giants Dodgers. I will not be going tomorrow. I have a date with a swimming pool. Um, but I might go Friday night. Mm. Logan Webb. Logan Webb's going Friday, baby. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, this is this is the, and the Dodgers haven't picked their starter yet for Friday. We got uh, they're going with White tomorrow against Rodon. Mitch so, White. I've seen him pitch. He pitched yeah, his I've best game of the year when Wendy and I were at the Hello Kitty night against Colorado. He went five point one of no hit ball. And wow. then he, he gave up what I would call an unearned run, but I think they called it an earned run. So I'm trying to decide. I know you don't like to talk about fantasy baseball, but um, I got Mitch White going against the Giants tomorrow at home, thinking about starting him. But I'm a don't little you have scared. Rodon also on your team? I have Rodon. That's on a different team. Oh. Um, I have Rodon everywhere, and I'm starting him. So um, you know who's on my fantasy uh, team? No, I don't. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, we'll get into that. But it's it's a great slate. I could potentially, if I was motivated enough and didn't have a million things I have to do, could go see two games at the Coliseum with the Tigers and the A's. Oh, man. Yeah. And I don't know if it's one ticket do or it. two tickets. If it's one ticket or two tickets. Who cares? The tickets are like $7. I think it's one ticket. I Who imagine. cares? Uh, I don't you got to go. There was a shooting at the game the other day. Um, but That's uh awful. Okay, yeah, don't I know. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, 
uh, yeah, it's it's coming right back into it. I mean, that I'm I'm super excited about and this ESPN Giants Dodgers game, which I don't I, that was kind of weird, but but is that Saturday's game? No, tomorrow. Huh? Because I believe of the all the games, there may be one of the other ones. It was the only one that was actually originally scheduled. I see. Yeah. Right, because they wanted him to come back one game. That's a good point. I think you're correct. Yeah, so you've and... got your sling, so you can you can sling up your sling orange and watch ESPN for a night. Um, and, and you know what rolls right after it? The new Jeter, the second episode of the Jeter doc. The legend part two. The captain. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, what I in five minutes? Uh, what did you think of the Jeter doc? Oh, I th- I thought it was I thought it was really good. I liked it. I I'm afraid the first episode is going to be the best because seeing all the early footage of him finding out he got drafted by the Yankees and all that early stuff, I'm worried that that's going to be the best stuff and that once once he makes it to 1996 and they start winning rings, it's just going to be all the stuff we've already seen. I uh, don't think so because I, I'll tell you why. Because it's a podcast, I can't draw pictures, but um, it's because I think that the, the stars of this whole documentary are going to be all the other players. That's so baseball. Oh, we were what? talking about the Jeter documentary. And, oh, that's right, Jeter yeah. documentary. Yeah, the the captain. I'll get that right now. So, um, yeah, I I think it's going to be hearing the other players and the other people associated with what they have to say. I mean, I agree. The first one's going to be tough to beat, uh, especially the thought the the part that I thought was really funny was when he was in the dugout in that five game series against the Mariners, but not on the roster. He was like the first guy to congratulate people coming up. I know. (laughs) I know. I love that bit of 1995 that he couldn't play, but he was still in full uniform in the dugout. Oh my Uh, God. It was great. And I I think that formative, that formative experience is clearly was a huge influence on 1996. Yeah. Massive. And I think Donnie baseball have just uh, stuck around for one more year. I mean, come on. No, I think he had some physical ailments that was keeping him. He was they he's were, still alive. He he's he, sick. He's also extremely fit. I mean, the guy looked like he could still play in those interviews. Exactly. I mean, exactly. So um, anyway, too but, bad for him. But it was, I, I remember that series uh, very well. But it was great to see all that stuff about Jeter. And I didn't realize a lot of those things. Like, I haven't read anything about him too deep. But the stuff I, in high school I and know all he that. always says... I know he always says my dream was always to be the shortstop for the New York Yankees. Blah blah blah. He was not lying. He, no, exactly. He was a nutcase for the Yankees his whole yeah. life. Like yeah. to to know you're going to be taken in the first round, and to be like, eh, you know, maybe it'll be the Yankees, but don't want to like really get your hopes set on it because you know you have no control for it. And it, then boom, the freaking you know, Diamondbacks or whoever, you know, pick next. They don't, they take some like chucklehead and uh, all these yeah. college players are going and then boom, the Yankees get, I mean, that had to be in like the greatest thing. Um, well, it was, it's interesting too, because I, I didn't really, I, I didn't really know the whole grandma connection from New Jersey either. and that whole thing. Cause I'm like, why is this kid in Michigan such a big Yankee fan? You know, there was and, that moment on the, on the phone call, the draft phone call. And he's like, 
grandma's gonna be so excited or whatever like yeah well his sister said grandma's gonna die of a heart attack oh that's right yeah that's what i meant <laughs> i mean that's awesome so his maternal yeah. grandmother was the the one who was like the crazy yankees fan exactly so it just tied it all together yeah, it was, it was so great. cool yeah, because um, here he is in Michigan. You think he'd be, you know, he's got Lou Whitaker and Alan Trammell playing there. You know, if you want a couple of infielders of of, uh, but if Hall he spent his caliber. summers, if he spent his yeah. summers with his grandma, then he would have grown up going to Yankee games. That's right. No, and wearing a Yankee uniform as a kid. So <laughs> I know. Uh, every I mean, photo the... or video they had of him yeah. from like his entire childhood, he was in Yankees gear. Exactly. I mean, it's just so preposterous. Yeah, it's, so, it's and. and yeah, and it's just crazy that then he goes all the way and actually does it, you know? And yeah. not only does it, it's one thing just to go and play for the Yankees. It's another thing to go play for the Yankees and become the captain, which is a very rare yeah. thing that happens. And then to win all those World Series, you know? It's like... Hey, it's, no spoilers. Huh? No sp- for the people who, you know, who don't know what happens. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I am looking forward to the next seven episodes as I yeah. know Wendy is. Um, well, 96, I'm really looking for the 96 because... Well, yeah, that was the best. Because, because you know, I, I was there listening to Jim Leyritz hit the home run on the transistor I'll probably radio. Skip the, uh, I'll probably skip the 1998 episode just because that was too painful for me. That was a clash of my, my oh, two teams. Right. Um, and I was, I was die hard for... <sighs> the Padres. I mean, if you had to ask me if the Yankees or Padres played in the world series, I mean, I was just all in on the Padres. My, my Yankee fandom just completely faded to like black and white nothingness. Like, um, to having Tony Gwynn out there yeah, trying to win a world series with his like essentially last chance, um, was just heartbreaking and to get swept yeah, but they just ran into a juggernaut, as everyone likes to remind me. So yeah, that's... and with that, and without that, the Giants don't win two, uh, three World Series. So that was good. Excuse you, Bruce Bochy learned from that. He learned oh. a big lesson. He learned and that 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 fair he, enough. Fair he learned enough. something, but um, but anyway, you know, I, I'm looking forward to all of it. I mean, I was lucky enough to see Derek Jeter play. Uh, quite a few games um, in mostly in Oakland, but even in Yankee stadium. And um, so I, I'm, you know, in the, in the nineties for the most part. Um, the first time I saw Jeter play live would have been uh, 2006 or 2005 when I first moved to New York. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. I never saw him. You didn't see him during in the, No, I never wow. saw him in Oakland um, that I can remember. I know I went to a handful of A's games, but. I don't think any of them were. Uh, I saw I saw them cl- uh, clinch. Uh, I was at playoffs when they clinched there. The Yankees clinched in Oakland, so I saw a couple of um, uh, playoff games as well, which is was pretty cool. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, my my love for the Yankees, and I'll if I can take a detour. Yeah. Um, I always uh, I always loved having a Yankees hat. Um, right me too because because of the history of the yankees and just the great new york history and baseball history i thought it was just the i thought they were the coolest team um historically just uh you know the the other two new york teams bailed i thought that was lame the mets were too new although i love that they beat the red Sox in 86 um but generally 
um, you know, I just thought the Yankees were the coolest team. And then uh, because they hadn't won so long and all the like fussing on, on Seinfeld and, you know, that was exciting. Then, then it became a narrative again. Like, why do the Yankees suck now all of a sudden? Mm. The Yankees have sucked for most of my like paying attention closely to baseball time. Um, so that was kind of a conundrum. And then when I, I remember in October of 1996, I was in Italy um, staying with my friends, Mike and Eddie. And Mike is a big baseball fan. Still trying to get him on this podcast someday. He's a big time twins fan. But um, so Mike and I were um, staying up like till God knows what hour trying to watch these World Series games. Um, and uh, so I got to watch, you know, all the all those great games that, you know, the amazing comeback game uh, that started their their run. Um, no spoilers. I won't get into it. But anyway, that 96 year was so great. And I even got a Twins fan to root for the Yankees, even though he hates the Yankees. Um, and so that 96, I was like fully back in for the Yankees. And then two years later, these bastards sweep my Padres. That's right. And I was like, screw the Yankees. I don't want them to win anymore. Of course, they come back, win again, 99, win again, 2000. I'm like, I didn't even really enjoy those because I was still angry at them for 98. And then actually, I really didn't care about the Yankees. I wanted, I was happy when Boston came back in 2004 from 3-0 down. I was happy to see Boston break their curse in 2004. And then 2005, I moved to New York, go to old Yankee Stadium, like a handful of times those first couple of years I was there and I just totally got sucked in. It's such an amazing experience. Yeah. I mean, you've been to games up there in the Bronx. It's like the whole experience is just so seductive. So amazing. The, the bars, the, the fans, the, the train, just like the culture, like everything is so fantastic compared to like Mets where like Shea, Shea stadium was just kind of like a parking lot and yeah. like some muffler shops. Like, outside culture around the around Shea, Sta um, Shea Stadium. So like the Yankees won me back by uh, going to the Bronx for Yankees games from 2005 on. And that's when my fandom sort of re-kicked when I could go to the Yankees anytime I felt like it. Well, yeah, my, my first Yankees game in Yankee Stadium was 1992 against the Royals. And that was nice. George Brett. George Brett was on that team. Oh, so. wow. So um, that was pretty exciting. But then I got to see, um, I got to see the Yankees quite a bit in the '90s. I was there actually for David Wells' perfect game in '98. Yeah, uh, but I'd, I'd seen a couple of games before that in '90, '96. I want to say '97. And then so you were um, a lot smarter about these things, and I guess you must have had more money because I. I wasn't doing any trips to New York to see baseball games. No, I'd go for other reasons, but I'd always make sure that there was, you know, like I was there for the Jackie Robinson game in, in 97. Nice. And in that, in that week I saw uh, a Yankees game. I saw a double header with the giants because there was a rain delay from the day before. So they had a double header. <laughs> and then I saw the, the Dodgers Mets 
Jackie Robinson in 97. That's really cool. Yeah. So the, it, it's pretty, but, but I, I go back to, I was a fan of the Yankees from the seventies because um, you know, like one of the earliest, coolest TV moments for baseball was Chris Chambliss hitting that home run walk off right. fifth game of uh, the 76 uh, AL. What about Reggie Jackson so, running off the field and, and that too, uh, decking that knocking, guy? Oh, you're just knocking people down and holding on to his helmet. I, I remember that. I remember him going out there with a the helmet. Anyway, but that's my my experience. It was Yankee Stadium. Was that was like holy crap? These people just ran on the field and start tearing it up and and um, yeah. And the then, 70s anyway, were just wild. But it was but with Jeter, it was great because I got to see him play in Oakland a bunch of times. And also, a little known fact is the very first baseball game at which was called Pac Bell Park was Giants Yankees. Really? Yeah, they played oh, like a, some sort of warm-up game. They played a, a end of spring training game. Oh, it was the cool. first game and it was pretty cool. So, um that was a, a really special uh special thing too cuz yeah. there they were two New York teams playing each other in the ballpark. I have to say I I have to say the Jeter media makeover since he's left the Marlins has been pretty incredible the fact that he's on all the socials yeah and he's commercials commercials, he appears to have a personality now like um you know it's just it's fantastic and maybe it was always in there and he was just hiding it or whatever maybe he just for whatever reasons like kept it all bottled up but like the guy is actually funny now um and like somewhat interesting which is which is really a breath of fresh air well, and that, that's why I, th- I think that the rest of the series will be great because I think we'll get a lot of insider stories on things that, that we didn't really know, you yeah. know, either from himself, but most likely I think it's going to be from other players. Yeah. Cause I think other players are going to, are going to broaden that whole thing out and, and shape yeah. it in a way. I mean, even the David Cohn stuff was great. Like, um, yeah, you know, and Coney, Coney and the, you know, and just everyone, you know, around it. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see Andy Pettit. That was hilarious. The thing about when he gave him the cold shoulder. Um, yeah. And, and, and there'll be, there'll be more of that. And you're right. I mean, he has way more of a personality. I think he has less to fear. Right. Um, and he's kind of a free agent right now. Um, and we, we, we can just appreciate it because man, what a career, you know, what a career. Um, here's my prediction. Yes. Um, Yankees re-sign Judge after this season. They give him the captaincy, um, but they don't unveil it until Old Timers Day, which they didn't hold this season. Old Timers Day 2023, 2023 season, Jeter's first year back playing in the Old Timers game and awards the captaincy to Judge. It's a pretty good prediction, and they'll 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 say that Billy Martin will be the manager in twenty twenty five at that game. <laughs> no, I mean, I, apologies to Sasha and all of our Red Sox listeners, Matt Green, um, all my buddies out there who are Red Sox fans. I'm sorry for all the Yankees uh, love on this episode, but sorry, this is our moment. Jeter documentary is happening on ESPN, and everybody yeah. watch it, even if you have to, you know. Um, hold your nose a little bit, Red Sox fans. It's a pretty great documentary. And I think even if you're not a baseball fan, 
watch it because eh. I think I think it no I think it it it's it transcends a lot. I mean, right there in the first, everyone can appreciate someone who had a dream of doing something and actually accomplishing it. And then the other fact is, we all know what kind of fishbowl New York City is. Yeah, and you'll see that that he was he was he was he put them inside the bowl and was looking on the from the outside in at them so yeah um you know and it's pretty pretty amazing stuff but yeah I, I agree but now let's let's just quickly look forward to this coming second half of the season thankfully the giants have um had a good stretch right before the all-star game they mm-hmm. seven of they're the not out of nine it. they won no they're not out of it. Um, but, um if the season ended today yep all my picks, um, all my picks would have been correct for winning divisions except for the Giants. <laughs> I mean the Giants <laughs> the Giants <laughs> if the if the Giants are a wild card and the Dodgers have the best record in baseball and the yeah. Dodgers and the Giants win their wild card series. Yeah. They will likely face the Dodgers in the next round. So Yeah, is that round have, still 5 or is it 7 now? 5. It's 3 five, 5 and 7. Yeah, 3 5 7 7. Right. So anyway, baseball is hot in the streets, to quote the John Boy guys. And um, it's a really exciting time. Um, I hope everybody has enjoyed this all-star break. Um, take a little breather. You know, read a book tonight. Um, watch, watch something cultured on TV, whatever you need to do. Because tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., we're back at it. Yankees Astros. I'll be there with my scorebook. And my judge jersey and ready to party. Yeah, lots lots of good I'm excited about the Giants um Dodgers game on ESPN because I got that sling so I can actually watch it. Sling it, baby. I can uh sling it, baby. Get into it. And that's cool that they did that because that that's that's what baseball needs to do is just like televised we about games. last year. Just you know, they made that cornfield game something last year. Mm-hmm. It was it got great ratings. Um, Giants, Dodgers. I mean, come on, bring it on. Take got... advantage of the fact that you're the only of the major sports that's on right now. That's right. Uh, I mean, we've got, I know I'm, I'm not trying to discredit major league soccer, the WNBA. There are also excite other exciting things going on, but of the major four sports in North America, baseball, take advantage of this time. NFL is a joke. NBA is great. The playoffs are really fun. NHL. We love you, but come on. Baseball, you're the oldest professional sport in this country. It's time for you to, you know, bring bring the game to the people. Well, you know, I think the most interesting thing right now are press conferences for the SEC. But uh, <laughs> football. Um, uh, don't yeah. get me started. It's, but, but yeah, this is, this is the time, and you're right. And the All-Star game, they finally, I think they're getting it right. They're getting better at it. Just make them wear their regular uniforms. And they're getting there. And it's, it's uh, you know, for, for a game, ooh, lockout, oh, baseball's declining. Yeah, right. Um, baseball is on fire. We got great players. We got great teams. We got, like, great races. They got this mm-hmm. new this new playoff thing that no one really knows what that's going to mean when – September mm-hmm. rolls around. Um, just a lot of really exciting things going on. And mm-hmm. 
and uh yeah bring it on and hopefully bring it on hopefully hopefully some teams don't play as well as they did in the first half yeah all right i'll i'll give it to you go giants at least for the next four days and to all of you out there um thank you for listening thanks for joining us every week and as we say around here (laughs) whoa so baseball oh my god it's so baseball